1: What I was going to say was, it's not Burger King. You can't have it your
0: way. <laughs> I wish I wish I remember what, what caused you to say that the last time. <laughs> I'm going to put that in my back pocket for the next time somebody wants me to do anything for them ever. And I know this dates the show in a certain time period, mm-hmm. but what,
2: I mean, We've never done that before.
1: try to avoid that if we can. What is going on with the trump FBI thing?
2: I mean, they, they raided his house because... They raided his house. Yeah, and his hotel and, it you know... And Mar-a-Lago,
1: too. Which is a shame because I... So you guys know that I named my daughter Mar-a-Lago. And... <laughs> Mm. I, you don't talk about her very often. Well, I mean, you know, you've seen what she looks like. Basically one giant freckle. She looks oh. like a very Irish, but like mm. weird, like, you know, like, ew. I, I find freckles. the Irish
0: to be beautiful people.
1: Yes. Oh no, be- but I'm saying they are they are the, the most beautiful people, but mm-hmm. occasionally <laughs> there's one uh-huh. and it's this kid. Uh-huh. and You know, she's, she's, she's 90% me. She's got freckles on her teeth. Oh, I mean, wow. That's, wow.
0: How, that's something different. That's hard yeah. water. That's something.
1: Freckles on her palms. Uh, palms of her ooh. hand has freckles. The, the bottoms of her feet. Hmm. But I don't let her wear bare feet. Um, <laughs> so now, you know, she's all weird about her appearance. And now she keeps hearing like, ah, a bunch of trouble went down at Mar-a-Lago. And she's too dumb to figure out they're not talking about her. Yeah. So I got to deal yeah. with this kid. Yelling, screaming. Mm. I just, I am keep hoping things are going to turn around this
0: year. What? So the FBI rated, there's like, a, I guess, they had a season some evidence to say what they yeah, were, but I don't for. know what their season at all. Documents, salad. Yeah. Documents. Is seasoned salad. Yeah. <laughs> Is that your favorite kind. <laughs> yeah. I love yeah. seasoned salad. It's so good. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. They got cheese, mm-hmm. chicken, sometimes, sometimes salmon.
1: Well, I, yeah, I don't know. I just, I literally didn't hear about that until right before we got on this call and I was like, what the fuck? What the, what's happening? Well, this is the international news service. Do I so. need to go down there and fucking take care of some shit. How much could that hurt? What? we taking care of the situation. Yeah, that's right.
0: This is what happened. This is just investigating a crime. This right. is okay. how that that's done. Right.
2: Just, just be sure you say that a lot. Whenever anybody questions you. I'm just I'm mm-hmm. just here to investigate a crime. Ah, uh, w- w- one more one more question. <laughs> That's one more
0: question. I thought this was still America and the Peter Falk. You gotta
2: practice your lazy ah, eye. Yeah, yeah,
1: it's getting yep. there. Oh, it's getting there. I'm getting a sleepy eye. You know about those? You're, it's like under your eye, brow. It just starts to hang a little bit. You know, like old oh, people and shit. Okay, yeah. Mine's real. Mine's getting real bad. I'm, I'm thinking about trying to do a little corrective uh, surgery next time I go
0: down Mexico Way. Yeah. That's yeah. called hooded eyes. Hooded eyes. I'm getting hooded. one hooded eye. Yep. I don't like it either. Yeah. Well, if it, if it interferes with your vision, you can... And you have any kind of insurance. It is you normally know covered. that I don't. Well, you got the <laughs> amulet, so you... You decided to... Yeah. You didn't I mean, that's it. the thing, yeah.
1: There's like... And I'm, I'm assuming... Uh-huh. I'm assuming that I'm getting the hood eye uh,
0: not out of aging. It's because of lich fighting. Mm, that's right. <laughs> it's the curse. The curse of the amulet. Yeah. There's, there's a cackling a cackling witch woman somewhere right now. Yeah. You're finally getting your comeuppance. There's, there's a bargain that must be struck. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's going to have mm-hmm. me... Doing some weird shit. Right. Her face is smooth as glass. Yeah. You're getting slowly getting hooded eyes. Yeah. Uh, uh.
2: So, you guys, you guys ready? I'm well, sure. We off to the races. Drag racing or just bet on some ponies? Uh, Oh, horse racing. Yeah. 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 You guys ever been
0: to a dog track?
2: Yeah. I have actually. I was at a casino that had a dog track. And then I spent the time at the casino while my aunts were betting like 10 cent bets that would pay off like, $1,500 $1,500 on the dogs. And you know what? They didn't win any of those bets.
0: We should go to the dog track. Where is the dog oh, track? Uh, and then there's, some, there's some in Florida still. Is it bad? Do people, Is it like wrong or something like that? I don't know like if it's okay or not. Dogs like to run. Yeah, as long yeah. as you get like some kind of pleasure from watching the dogs suffer, I don't think it's that bad. <laughs> but do- dogs like to run. Yeah, they do. Especially greyhounds.
2: They chase mm-hmm. a little like fake rabbit. Is what they? It's like a little pink mm-hmm. rabbit on a on a on a rail. Is what they 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 chase around the track,
0: like in many a Bugs Bunny cartoon. We've seen that happen. I I think I think that in the history of dog racing, the dogs on balance have not been treated well. But I think there is more of a an effort to both care for the dogs a little more while they are of racing age, and also then to adopt them out rather than. Merely put them down, in yeah. a Pit somewhere, right? Yeah. There's all kinds of greyhound rescues and stuff. Yeah.
2: I'm friends with somebody who like adopted a retired greyhound like mm-hmm. four or five years ago. She loves it. She says it's a great dog.
0: Their pet happiness, yeah, is made possible by the dog racing industry. Well, I
2: don't know that that's right.
0: <laughs> no, she never would have had a pet. So, but they
1: do. They the dogs are allowed to blood dope though, right?
0: Yeah, you do lots of packing. You they've traveled with coolers full of dog blood. Yeah. yeah. If you can get one of those, it will fuck you up. I started blood doping but
1: just for recreational purposes. Mm-hmm. I wasn't I'm not gonna wasn't an exercise thing or a, a race thing. I just liked it I just liked it. You take it out, you put it in your fridge, mm-hmm. a couple of days later you pop it back in. And that's and that's when I would get busy on those uh those porn games that's right Right.
0: and i practice so
1: i guess there was an athletic
0: uh quotient Mm -hmm. to it working as hard as you can to eliminate all physical pleasure from from any Mm -hmm. type of sexual thought or act yeah (laughs) it took
1: it took a while it took a while but i'm pretty proud to say that i was you know
0: Wait, now I keep, I'm back to thinking about the porn games again, and I just what I is know. what is the psychology? Well, they dare, dare they dare you to play them and not come. <laughs> it's like sleeping mm. in a haunted house. They dare you.
1: Yeah. And that, I mean, that, I, admittedly, that's what got me
2: just as just a, just a first level dare,
1: or there. I, well, I famously I mean, you guys know mm. the character of Marty McFly was based yeah. after me well, and one right. of the original things, one of the most the most dynamic part of him, the thing that you think about when you think about Marty McFly is that he cannot stand being called chicken. It's Mm -hmm. the most, it's the most, it's, it defines his entire personality and we just didn't hear about it until the second movie at all. They just, it just didn't, we're lucky that it didn't come up in the first movie. Well,
0: that's good filmmaking, right? They hold some stuff back. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But much like that, I mean, which they got for me, I I will not turn down dares. I don't like it. So, and then I'm, I get on my phone. I'm just planning on, you know, scrolling through and mm -hmm. leaving some comments on some on um, some pornography doing my little version of a little I'm, I'm I'm a little pauline kale for some of these <laughs> some of these porn <laughs> pornographies and then all of a sudden i got this ad in my face telling me that i can't do something that it doesn't think that i can do something that uh-huh. i'm gonna get beaten by a machine He's calling you out it's like paul bunyan exactly or john henry <laughs> that i can't beat a machine <laughs> and in and you know what? There's actually a movie called John Henry oh. where they have him trying to beat a machine. Does he? The machine is him. Um oh. yes. Spoiler yeah. alert, damn. It's tough work to do to commit yourself to something that is that difficult. And I apparently I'm one of the few people that has bested the the flash animation pornography game. <laughs> like a handful of us.
0: <laughs> Just Constantly I mean, I'm serious. Just <laughs> punching yourself in the dick the whole time. Be, <laughs> you download <laughs> this thing.
1: <laughs> you download this thing. And then you hit start. And I mean, especially when you first get started, like the first, you know, day you're playing, it's, it's start. Okay, here it comes. Oh, oh, God. And it's just, it's that every time. It's that for the whole day. Like, you're lucky if you can make it a couple <laughs> seconds.
0: I'm glad we really we've already classed this thing up yeah, so, yeah. so much with Mike's simulated orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> the classic embarrassed orgasm sound. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Wait <laughs> that come from like, that is a, that is kind of a trope, right? Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that was a scene in every '90s sitcom.
1: Gotta go get a fucking razor blade to get that stuff off my phone.
2: <laughs> well, Brian's done for the episode.
0: <laughs> all right, maybe maybe we should maybe we should talk about maybe we should just kind of rate yeah, it in. We should get some, right. the news. There's some real okay. serious stuff happening in the world yeah. right now. I know yeah. we like to take things light every now and then, and.
1: That was that was the tech corner. That was our right. that was the INS tech corner. We just got
0: it <laughs> right. out front. Right. <laughs> Kevin.
2: Welcome to the International News Service. We're your hosts. I'm Kevin Harrison along with
0: I am Brian Camp. I'm esports champion Mike Weeby. <laughs> what, what sport, Mike? Could you re- remind the listener? e Esports. Yeah. E- e- oh, oh, esports. Yeah, eSports. Which
2: which esports? Erotic. <laughs> <laughs> so this week. We've got two news stories, a bonus story for our Patreon listeners, an Mm -hmm. arts and culture story, and then Mike's got a new segment in Get to Know Your Podcast.
0: Mike, I can't wait for that.
1: We are traveling down, we're continuing down that dirty, beautiful, hellish
0: bitch goddess that is old Hollywood. Oh, <laughs> that's going to be that's going to be some real good stuff. But first, mm-hmm. I think Kevin, we've got some compelling news stories for oh, the listeners. Oh, yes. you're going
2: to be compelled
0: by the power of Christ.
2: <laughs> so our first story comes to us from KPHO, CBS Channel 5 in Arizona. K-fa? K-fa. KPHO. 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 Yeah, KPHO. So in late July, a boutique store in Phoenix, Arizona called Poor little rich girl was burglarized By a cat burglar This cat burglar was caught On camera wearing As the owner described <laughs> Right, It's already laughing <laughs> This cat burglar was caught on camera Wearing as the owner Described it quote I saw what I believe is I think a woman in a cat costume That appears to have leopard spots On it Phoenix police said The burglar appeared to be a woman uh, wearing. What police Phoenix police. Ah, hmm. (laughs) Continue. Phoenix police said the burglar appeared to be a woman wearing a quote feline type costume with high heels. The cat burglar grabbed eight designer purses before noticing a camera and leaving. Phoenix police said, quote, maybe people will recognize the costume. Maybe this isn't the only time the costume has been out unquote. It sounds like they're hoping for a lead in other crimes involving people wearing cat costumes in Phoenix.
1: Meow. (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
2: excuse
1: me. Meow. (laughs) Phoenix always returns to the scene of the name. (laughs) Probably difficult because it is very dry in Phoenix. It's tough to burn stuff
0: down. So True. I was about to say there there wasn't was there a was there a follow up fire to this or yeah that's what I was think about to say crime was interrupted.
2: Maybe there was a fire sale. Sorry, cut that. That's terrible. Go ahead.
0: No, that's standing. <laughs> oh,
1: solid. There's a lot going on. First of all, Fair. this this goes to show how poorly news organizations trade information. You know, it's a real Uh problem. Which is, that's why, like, a lot of serial killers, you know, never get caught and stuff, is Mm -hmm. because agencies are just very... I don't know why they're so standoffish with trading their information. Mm -hmm. Um, They've been burnt before.
2: um, Mm -hmm. I'm about
1: to get burnt again. (laughs) Literally, in this case. Ooh, yeah. Damn. A meow. (laughs) Uh, So, did, did they did they mention if there was any clicking clacking what kind of what kind of jazz dance was going on during i mean i i can i can see it in my mind's eye now uh-huh. just uh and then just like freezing for a second
2: well, there was no sound on the camera
0: Oh, no, that's a problem. But, well, right. I mean, it, that's that's probably what is has kept the police from uh, connecting this to right. the other the other crimes in, I believe, Korea and in Western United States, Or yeah. west, like coastal Wait, west. So so what States. I hear you
2: saying is that these weren't high heels, but were actually tap shoes.
0: If they could hear, they would know that. Yeah, you've seen Liza.
1: <laughs> I mean, you you know you know what she can do. You've seen. Tap dancing on high heels, maybe by Liza's mom. The lovely Miss Judy <laughs> Garland. They pumped her so full of dope that they killed her. But, you know, this is, I mean, I, I'm glad that Phoenix is, it, it does beg the question why no arson? Uh-huh. And what all
2: was stolen again? uh Eight designer purses, and I think some accessories.
0: Do you think that there's a chance that this is, so this is the first time we've we've heard, and we're normally on the cutting edge of this kind of news right. for uh, this type of, of crime, this actual, this this underworld character that we're, we're well aware of. And right. we've kind of been connecting the dots on our middle maps of, of the world because we are an international news service. Uh, do you think this is the way perhaps this particular contract arsonist is introducing themselves to a new market? in other mm-hmm. words if if the normal calling card would be a complete burn down of this in a business, business but, but by ensuring that this person was caught on camera it's like letting all of the criminal under the, the criminal element in phoenix mm. whatever organized crime rings exist there whatever groups really are looking for this type of work it lets them know that yeah. hey there's a new operator in town.
1: Yeah. Oh, and basically what it's literally saying, what the the literal word would be back off, bitches. <laughs> now let me ask you this, Kevin. Did yes. the did the did the story say whether or not mm-hmm. there was a butthole drawn onto the back of the costume? I, I could not or tell oh. a real butthole showing. And I know it said it was a lady. Uh-huh. And as uh, and uh, but I do feel like Phoenix, while male is very lithe
0: oh sure very aqualine features
1: yeah and then very much and definitely embodies a little bit of that a little bit of that lies a little bit of that julie a judy a little bit of a little bit of all those things a little bit of all that
2: jazz well purse purse
1: handbag one from the rag
0: I, I want to see a musical about an arsonist cat costume yeah just that is with with some real body movement skill would be and it's you know fantastic like, it's
1: it's the cool thing is you know yes it's stealing but it's also i mean some people say stealing is wrong i think it depends on where from i don't know where what is this claire's Boutique? No, this was... uh,
2: Poor poor little rich girl.
1: Okay, well, within the title, obviously. Yes. That's what you're going to name your shit? Okay, yeah. No, steal (laughs) from there.
0: It maybe should have been burnt down. I feel like that was the opportunity.
1: You know, and it might have been that Phoenix saw that there were some lovely handbags in there. Maybe some other accessories. You know, Mm -hmm. some Mm scarves. Some uh, some leg warmers, maybe. I'm hoping some sparkly right. leg warmers. Yeah. Listen, this is a good place. Somebody that works here has good taste. I'm just gonna fuck shit up a little bit to send the message. Hey, maybe change your name to something other than spoiled rich cunt. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, man, Phoenix gets cooler and cooler. Do you think a good purse for Phoenix is one that you can store like multiple incendiary devices? Is that is that mm. is that what would attract a character like Phoenix to? Yes, that it
1: would store small little incendiary devices, little uh, little you know, little special special uh, tools for getting into a place to properly burn mm. it up. Um, you know, Piles like a little rags. So, so maybe some oily <laughs> rags, but probably some really like fine tuned like you know spy gear like there's a it's like a suction cup and then there's a like a little laser on it, and the laser like goes around and it makes a hole in the glass and then you just turn the power down and then it's just a laser for you to chase around that's what I think. <laughs> Is probably going to get used in there.
0: Yeah, I <laughs> think wow. you're probably right.
1: And <laughs> I, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I, hopefully, some news story will. I don't know who it is, but I am wondering. I'm guessing there is some sort of mastermind behind Phoenix. Phoenix's gadgets.
0: Some sort of some wouldn't, sort wouldn't of M or A Q. No, I, I don't think. Like I this? think Phoenix
1: probably focuses on uh, one arson, two uh, mayhem and theft. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And then three, the 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 art of dance, <laughs> and the and the, the 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 mistress of rhythm, and the the yeah. husband of song. What is the who is
2: the husband of song?
1: Well, in this case, it's Phoenix, and Phoenix <laughs> is also the mistress of rhythm. And rhythm, that's <laughs> all things in there. So the focus is going to uh-huh. be on that. It's probably not going to be on okay. the tech side. I I, I don't know. But at some point, I think we will probably have a story that hopefully we'll, we will that clues us in. Okay. Um, right.
2: Well, you know, we can always have a follow up. We have had updates. Yeah, when uh, when we get new information in, and if uh, we hear anything else about the the Phoenix cat burglar, we will up, we'll be the first ones to update our listeners. I mean, there's no. I mean,
1: there's no way you don't mm-hmm. in Phoenix goes to Phoenix.
0: You know, I think we need to ask ourselves you know, to evaluate our own conclusions. Is there any chance here that we're being misled? And this is actually a copycat. Mm -hmm. Well, I
1: don't know. did it. I mean, did it say that Mm. the movements in
0: stealing it were fabulous?
2: I I watched the the video. You just, you know, you don't see it for very long.
0: Well, I mean, I just, what are the odds that, that, I mean, I wonder if, you know, Phoenix one is someone who likely would fly very close to the sun and not be afraid to go to a town that, shared his name yeah but, that's why so, you
1: know al capone never he would not step foot in caponeville
0: <laughs> that's right that's the the whole missing third act of the untouchables he would
1: not even go to alabama
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is a
1: that is a very bold and brash <laughs> phoenix move
2: so our next story comes to us from ntv news in japan you say MTV News in Japan? N N is in Nancy TV News.
0: Oh. That's a weird Nancy TV news. Yeah. Yes. Why would they call it Nancy TV News? You
2: know, that comic strip yeah. Nancy is just huge in Japan.
0: They have to have a Kurt Loader over there, right? <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: N T V news. <laughs> he's dead, right?
2: He's still he'll he never was- die.
1: He has he has got one of the amulets. He's got an amulet. He's
2: old as fuck oh, though. Right?
1: He's got he's got he's got a little piece of the amulet and it's given him unnaturally long life
2: so on may 15th a three-wheeled harley david may the tri-
1: 15th be with you <laughs> it's may 4th now I, I i realized that yeah i was thinking about star war yeah and that it's that's it is the four, it is the fourth yes it is the that may and actually now that i think about it that totally makes sense Oh, it totally makes sense. Made okay, yeah. it out, yeah. Because I was saying, "May the fifteenth be with you." Yeah, and, uh. and people were like, "What?" And I was just like, "You know, fucking Chewbacca and 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 Kylo Ren." So, and and people would be like, "What are you talking about?" "May the fifteenth be with you." Laser, laser sight, light, light lightsaber, yeah. Like light. And then anyway, now and that makes sense. I feel like an mm-hmm. idiot now. We continue, right?
2: Okay, as long as you feel <laughs> like an idiot, we can move on. Well,
1: you know, that's why pencils have erasers, to rub vigorously on a problem until it goes away.
2: So on May 15th, a three-wheeled Harley-Davidson tricycle in Tokyo struck a car, causing approximately $2,900 in damage. The tricycle fled the scene, and Tokyo Metropolitan Police launched an investigation to identify the vehicle. Two months later, a patrol car saw the motor tricycle, which sped off, the police eventually caught the rider. When police asked the rider for uh, his driver's license, the sixty-nine year old was it me- a?
1: Well, I got a question. Was it a yes. Common Rider? No, that's actually a good joke.
2: Why don't you explain to the rest of the world what, what... it's in Japan? Uh-huh.
1: Common Rider is like a he's like a superhero guy that drives around on a motorcycle,
2: Power Ranger. Right? He's kind of like
1: a Power Ranger guy. He's like a bug, yeah. he drives around on a motorcycle. Fuck! I, I, honestly, I know that I know that joke's gonna kill in Japan, so I'm okay, not worried right. about you we, guys who never watched a foreign film.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the man said he'd been okay. riding motorcycles, so he's 69. That's the important part here. Uh, nice. he, oh, here we go. I gotta read that, uh, hey. that whole line again. So when police asked the riders drivers asked for the riders driver's license, the 69 year old man admitted that he'd never had one. The man said he'd been riding motorcycles since he was 17, but that he failed his driving test six times. So he gave up and just started riding without a license. The man told police he bought his motorcycle four years ago and simply told the dealer that he forgot his license. And the dealer believed him. The man has gotten two prior tickets for riding without a license. The first was when he was 17, and the second was around the age of 50. These fines can run up to thirty six hundred dollars each, while the cost of a driver's license test is around twenty two dollars.
1: Man of principle. I don't know how to do the math, and I don't know anybody who does. But I
0: feel like he probably saved money in the long run. (laughs) I think so. I mean, if he failed a lot, if you never get a driver's license, then you're eventually going to come out ahead. Like that. Yeah, people know that. Do you have to have a driver's license yeah. to get a car? Do they really check that? To drive the car away, they probably want to make sure you yeah, have a driver's they, license.
1: Yeah, they. I don't know. It. Have you ever talked to a car salesman? Because I feel like, well,
2: okay, you could. Oh no! Yeah. I feel
1: like if you sell something, you could have, you could have a you know, an open bag full of human heads. And as long as they got, you know, as long as they got over, over,
0: yeah, as long right. as they got that commission, they didn't give a fuck. If you're paying cash, then no, yeah. no one gives a shit. I'm sure. I'm sure you just show up with a big bag of money and say here. But if you've got any kind of financing, the problem is here in the States, at least there's so much data attached to your driver's license number. You could have an ID card, I guess, but
2: I bet there is in Japan, too. I
0: suspect what side of the road do they drive on in Japan?
2: I feel like there's got to be some kind of insurance requirement between the time you get the car and the time that you're, you, you transfer it over to your insurance. They right? may not
0: require insurance in Japan. We drive on the right hand side of
1: the road. Uh-huh. They drive on, as the British say, the correct hand side of the road. <laughs> <laughs> so clever. They do drive on the other side of the road. Yeah. Okay. Just like in Hawaii. Oh, also, uh, bra- uh, breaking news. Uh-oh. Shit, sad, sad, breaking news. It's not actually breaking. It happened yesterday, but we'd like to give a RIP out to the gentleman who
0: played TC on the oh, show. Oh, yeah. Uh, Mosley. Island Hoppers uh, Tourism.
1: Yeah. Roger E. Mosley, best known in his role of the helicopter pilot Theodore TC Calvin mm-hmm. in the 1980s hit show... Magnum PI has passed away at 83 years old. TC, we love
0: you. I thought you were going to say something about Olivia Newton-John and then... Oh, mm-hmm. and also, uh, no, oh, no, breaking news just in the wire. Thanks for uh, alerting
1: us, Brian. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently we're getting news that Olivia Newton-John has passed away at the age of, and I don't even have to look at this, 73.
2: Is this just going to be uh, just us reading celebrity deaths now from now on? These are all within the last
0: two days. Yeah, this is, and these are people that we've talked about extensively on the podcast. When did we when did we mention Olivia Newton John? We had we've had like two stories about the song "Let's Get Physical." Yes, it didn't happen. No, Uh and we've talked
1: about things being greasy before.
0: Yeah, we (laughs) have. Movie she was in (laughs) Greece, Xanadu. Mm -hmm. and Xanadu. Was she in the Pelican Brief?
2: <laughs> mm. No, she was not in the Pelican Brief.
0: She okay. was in.
1: It was an animated movie about birds called The Pelicans Brief. Oh, okay. That may, I can see how I would have made that mistake. And it was about a briefcase. It a. Uh, it was sort of like a like a Pulp Fiction, but with
0: pelicans and animals. Right. Lots of scenes of bird corpses with just red sprays all around them. Yeah, the snow. From a according to the lots internet, of swearing.
2: she was in Sharknado 5. Well, good for her. Oh. She
0: was still having fun. I don't know. Yep. She didn't need that money. Yeah, maybe that's fun. Don't you think she's set for life from Greece? No, but I mean, seriously, surely she is going to make just for yeah. being in Greece. She's rich forever.
2: One of the best selling albums of all time, and she's got songs on it. You know, from, between the movie and the record, but especially, I bet the record, she did real well.
1: Right. She's yeah. Australian. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. She probably got free food at uh, Grease Monkeys. <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh no! Shit, that place is called Gas Monkey. Gas Monkey Uh-oh. Bar and Grill. Or is it Grease Monkey Bar and Grill or
0: Gas Monkey Bar and Grill? <laughs> I mean, I think you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Grease Monkey's is a pejorative for mechanics. Uh, yeah. Huh. But no, like yeah, the TV show. Well,
2: but no, the gas like the, the show. Uh, you yeah, was a show in a yeah.
1: restaurant, mm-hmm. and it was the whole thing. Like we're a bunch of. We're a bunch of hard working mechanic guys yep. that live in a multi multi brand new million dollar spot that has is that has that we paid a lot of guys to paint to make it look like it's rusty. Yes. <laughs> yes. Whatever, I'll play there again. Let me let hey, have me back, Grease Monkeys.
2: So anyway, we've got this. We've got a sixty nine year old man who has been driving motorcycles, driving riding what is the right word for that? I couldn't really mm-hmm. All the, in the two articles I found, they just referred to it as driving, but I don't feel like I'm gonna. I would hey, go like, Kevin? "Hey, what
0: was he a was he a common rider?"
2: <laughs> we, we had that, uh, that joke, and it yeah. wasn't. Yeah, <laughs> wasn't that good the first time?
0: Yeah, no,
1: it's good. It's good. I forgot about it, and then when I heard it come from somebody else, I was like, "Oh, that's funny." <laughs> Pretty good. Pretty but, good. Uh,
2: yeah. So he's, he'd been for 52 years. He'd been riding motorcycles without a license. Yes. Yeah.
1: Now here's the here's the thing. I feel a little little dumb because okay. I'm not that smart. And right. two, we agree. I I don't believe that at all. I think you're thank very you. intelligent. Thank you. Thank you. I was fishing, and you took the bait. Uh, I'm just
2: being supportive of what you're saying. I listen. I don't get a lot of positive
1: feedback uh-huh. in my life, and sometimes uh-huh. I I'll, maybe I'll just start asking for it directly. Okay. Did you just say in my wife? Oh, that too. I said <laughs> life, but I don't get positive feedback from her. Probably don't need to say that, Mike. <laughs> She's going to hear She's gonna this. Hear it. It's not going to go well for you, I think. No, no. This is a cry for help for her to listen to me. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, listen, I I, I will accept negative attention.
2: Uh-huh.
1: All attention is attention to me. Right. Positive, right. negative.
2: You're shocked we're hearing this. Right. Inconsequential.
1: Right. So sometimes I act out. It's not a big deal. Uh-huh. I'll, I probably will outgrow it. If I could get back on Adderall or Ritalin, I think this would probably clear a lot of stuff out. Mm-hmm. But I was gonna say I feel dumb because you are saying a Harley Davidson tricycle, uh-huh. and in my head, I thought it was a somehow souped-up child's <laughs> little child's. <laughs> you're thing. not far off.
2: No, so what? I mean, they just like wide motorcycles with like big seats.
0: Yeah, but two wheels in the front, one wheel in the back.
2: No, no, two feet, two wheels in the back, one in the front.
0: I don't think they make them that way.
2: If you, if you saw it, you probably wouldn't even realize. You'd just be like, oh, that's a really thick motorcycle because you don't really see two wheels independently.
0: Yeah, with two C's. <laughs> you have, that is that's from all your time Ooh, spent that playing that thick. porn game.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. Level, there is a level where you, you're driving on a motorcycle and you're trying to chase down a, a lady. She's, it's a Miata. And you're trying to ram your rod into her. So this dude, yes, <laughs> this guy in this this big harley truck he gets finally gets pulled over, and he's like, "Ah, oh, just there's so
2: little crime in Japan they like all the patrolmen knew to look out for this one motorcycle that was like committed one hit and run two months earlier, and so they saw the guy and he's like, "Oh shit, and he turned and went down a super narrow alleyway where the cart where the cop car couldn't follow Did it get narrower and narrower, oh uh, okay. no." Well, apparently some guy jumped out of the car and just chased him down. And I think he did get stuck. I think it was like a dead end. And so um, he's like, well, what do you no. want to do now? And he's like, okay, I don't have a license.
0: Well, Kevin, I want to apologize. You were right. I thought for sure that they only made those with the two wheels in front, one wheel in the back, but nope, it looks like they're still made in the, I think very unsafe one wheel in front, two wheel and back configuration.
2: Well, I'm glad, you know, once again, mm. I can, you know, you're big enough, you're a big enough man to apologize to me for being wrong, Brian. You haven't gotten you know, sick of that it's, yet.
0: It's never going to happen
1: again. Let me tell you, Brian, I'm going to tell you right now. <clears throat> yeah? you, you didn't apologize and you haven't yet. What you need to do is tell Kevin that you accept
0: that you accept an apology.
2: But nobody apologized to him.
0: I accept that you accept my apology. Yeah, I can do that. I,
2: but you didn't apologize, so I didn't accept your apology. Cool. Now
0: you're still on top. No, I Yes, yeah, so you're missing the point, Kevin. Now
2: you're having right. flip-flopping
1: emotions. Yeah. You're having yeah. flip-flopping <laughs> emotions, and you don't know how to handle it. Right? <laughs> seems to be the same the whole way you, through.
0: Right. You seem pretty immature about all this, Kevin. <laughs> he has got the same demeanor. Look, I'm just saying that all I right. accept that you accept. <laughs> I'm a flip-flopper. Right, can you believe this I'm guy? I'm just like
2: Al Gore. I'm a flip-flopper. <laughs> John Kerry.
0: <laughs> oh man, I love it when we go back in time twenty years. No <laughs>
2: flopper.
1: Well, this guy's kind of a hero. I, I wish he. I. I would.
0: If I. I hope that the yakuza breaks him out of jail. Yeah,
2: he's probably not going to jail for this. I mean, he's probably just getting a ticket. Are you
0: sure? I thought this was the kind of thing you do go to jail for in Japan.
2: Yeah, I don't know how Japanese. Jail works.
0: You can murder millions of sentient octopus or octopi, but you drive without a license, you're going to go to jail. Damn. Octopods. Yeah. Octop- octopods. I don't think that's right. You
2: can kill stacks of dolphins. <laughs> stacks of dolphins. <laughs> so our next story is a bonus story. Bonus. If you want to listen to this, go to our Patreon and subscribe at at least the $3 level. That's the Knights of Kevin level. And you'll get access to mm-hmm. this. And all of our other bonus stories And uh, I'll give you a little taste here It's this story is something That would really interest Mike's children Legolas and especially mm. Six piece chicken nugget Oh
1: wow this is might mm. be A birthday idea here Mike mm. But I'm guessing Cal Drogo And Mar-a-Lago will have no Interest in this
2: Mar-a-Lago's <laughs> always stuck in a room crying And Cal Drogo's <laughs> you... always lighting something on fire Did you name one yeah. of his
0: kids Legolas <laughs>
2: Yeah, thought he I had a kid named Legolas.
0: No,
1: no, that what? would be silly. I don't think it's, I don't think I yeah. did. I think that you're confusing kid with some of the well. But I do, I do, you know, a big big brothers and sisters type situation with, with are you, a kid named Legolas. Are you the big brother. I teach. Brother? I teach troubled kids. Uh-huh. I teach well, troubled kids great. how to role play Dungeons and Dragons.
0: Mm. Right. You you were so effective at neglecting your own children. You have time to devote. <laughs> they're not interested. <laughs> it's they're not interested.
2: Mm-hmm. Now we're going to move on to our arts and culture section. And this mm. story was okay. submitted to us by Blake. Maybe hey, Blake.
0: The Florida Is this Florida Blake? Yeah, Florida or is it Blake. It's more of the Carolina Blakes.
2: No, uh, this is Florida Blake. Blake. He sent us a bunch of stories. Okay. He sent us a picture of vinegaroon. Oh, oh yeah, Blake. yeah, yeah. Thanks, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I like it's fucking it. cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I bet he can watch porn all day and not get off. I mean, he's I mean, awesome. He's in
2: Florida. So, you know,
0: yeah, he doesn't need to, they all walk around yeah. topless there. It's I true. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I bet there's like not, not a single porn game. He hasn't mastered. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so this story comes to us from the guardian.
0: Oh, where are they guardian.
2: Back in episode 80, <laughs> we talked about an artwork called comedian, which was a $120,000 artwork of a banana duct taped to a wall. Yeah. Now, an Australian artist has debuted a new work in a New Zealand gallery that he titled Pickle. Pickle consists of a single slice of pickle plucked from a McDonald's cheeseburger and flung onto the ceiling of the art gallery. The artist agent has come to his defense, saying the work confronts viewers with, quote, the way value and meaning is generated between people. He added, quote, as much as this looks like a pickle attached to the ceiling, and there, is no, and there is no artifice here, that is exactly what it is. There is something in the encounter with that as a sculpture or a sculptural gesture. Online response to pickle has been mixed, with one commenter saying, quote, I got kicked out of a McDonald's by police for doing this when I was a teenager. Now it's art. The work is selling for $10,000 New Zealand dollars or around $6,300.
0: What did they call New Zealand dollars? <laughs> yeah,
2: that's, what it, that's what it's called. Um, I just
0: wondered if they had like a name for it. it New
2: Zealand dollars. For
0: New Zealand dollars.
2: Magwams. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't clear from the article whether the buyer gets the that actual... lots. <laughs> It wasn't clear from the article whether the buyer gets the actual pickle... But the purchase comes with an instructions. Oh, uh, with instructions for how to make your own version of pickle at home.
0: Oh, like I the mean, pickle home game. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: Well, I would argue that the kid that was like, "Oh, I did this when I got in trouble for it," like, yeah, but you were t- too fucking dumb to sell it as art.
0: Right. Your in, your intent wasn't to create something. Your intent was to vandalize something, which is also super cool.
1: Yeah. But, and super, but you got to figure out how to market it yourself. Probably got to get a stupid haircut. That's going to help too. Yeah. Take your left, if you're right handed with your left hand, grab some scissors and go to town on one side of your head. And, uh, you say that it, uh, that it's a statement in the imbalance in our society. And then from <laughs> there on out, you you have, you got weirdo cred uh-huh. and get yourself a little bit of weirdo cred. That's key for an artist. A little bit of weirdo cred and then weirdo from there you can you can do stuff like this because i you know it's weird because i i i think in my more uh radical reject norms kind of days i would have fucking hated this for some reason like i used uh-huh. to i used to hear about stuff like this and go 'I'm so stupid i don't understand it. it's so stupid but now i i think it's legitimately cool i think it's cool because someone duped something uh-huh. Over a bunch of people, whether they right. even know that they're do du- they might even be sincere and thinking that they are infants terrible or whatever like that there are some there's some that they are some artistic like weirdo, but the fact uh-huh. even if even if they even if they buy their own bullshit, uh-huh. the fact that people are duping people with shit like this is it's glorious right. to me. I think it's great. Right. and I hope I can figure out how to
0: do it one day. It would only be stupid if you were the one buying it, right? Yes, Mm. exactly. Yeah, you meant like, like if I did that, it would be so stupid, right? That would be correct. But if somebody else is spending their fucking money that way, whatever.
1: I bet the instructions are real fucking nice. Oh yeah. I bet they're pretty funny. I bet they're in some kind of like crazy contraption or something like that. You would think anyway, or the exact opposite. They're just handwritten on a piece of note cards or whatever.
0: Uh, used McDonald's napkin, yeah.
2: fished oh, out some, of the trash. Like, ketchup yeah, ketchup smeared on there.
0: Yeah,
1: but I mean, no question though. If you, if you had this, if you heard it was for that price, how uh-huh. much did it go for, Kevin? Ten
2: thousand New Zealand dollars, or sixty three hundred U.S. Sixty three hundred. If you heard right how now, me, ten thousand what? New Zealand dollars. I
0: don't know.
2: Back rock around. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Let's call it an even six grand. Okay. And you say that you randomly inherited, you know, some fucking storage facility that your great grandfather and you got to go clean it out and he passed mm-hmm. away. You never knew him. It's your great, great uncle. You go. Know, you knew he did some stuff in the art world. You go, you pull it out. It's mostly just crap, but then you find this thing and it's official. It's the same thing. It's like a withered up pickle, Uh, and there's, but there's photos of the first time the pickle was done and it's all the instructions and there's, you know, a little seal that says you are granted the full power of the pickle or whatever. And the artist, the artist's name, the artist's name was Mm -hmm. Andy Warhol. Okay. It was, it was Andy Warhol that did this. And it was like, you're like, Oh, I got to pay 62. I got to pay six grand in order to like get everything out of there. Wouldn't you fucking buy that thing in a goddamn heartbeat?
2: Yes. As long as there was provenance,
1: you know, a lot of art is investive in investors that are investing in a financial speculative thing you know like right. i think a lot of most art especially at this level is not probably bought because goddamn i look at it and it makes me feel all of the emotions that i want to feel it's 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 they're right. buying it because i don't know fucking sell this shit later on you know it's a good way
0: to launder cash too right
2: Oh, yeah.
0: You hide assets in art pretty easily. Yeah, yeah. totally. Oh, yeah. Totally. Because, it's all,
2: because it's, all, it's all an arbitrary value anyway. So, you know, yeah, it's really easy to launder money through just saying, oh, well, this is worth this now. It's
1: I've got a new piece that's uh, coming out now, and the piece is called Positive Rattlesnake. <laughs> oh. And what it is, is when you come to the viewing... If I sense it in you that your, your soul can take positive rattlesnake, I just do this. It's just a gesture. <laughs> it's just a gesture. Right. I'm giving the hang loose sign and I'm pointing the head. I'm pointing the pinky towards you and I'm shaking my hand. And in the back is the tail. The tail is
0: shaking. Is it people enter one at a time into some kind of booth? Yep. That's what Ooh. happens. Man, I like this. Mm-hmm. I, think there's, I think there's something here.
1: And when you get out, you get a thing that says, like, USDA choice deemed 100% posi. Right. It's got a snake, and then the tail. The tail's holding a bottle of Alpha Brain Monkey Mindset. Oh, uh, let's see. There's the brand tie-in. Yeah. It says, now for snakes. Oh. Wow. <laughs> it, it's a little, you get a signed little number, and, you know, and so, just saying. I, in my
0: head, it's like, I like the idea of it. You walk in the booth and it's just you in a chair, like like on a stool, but with your back turned to the person, the doors closed, and there's just a spotlight on you. Yeah. And some sort of contraption spins your chair around impossibly fast.
2: Yeah. And there's like
0: a one-second delay. Like Daphne Coleman
2: in 9 to 5?
0: Sure. You either let them know that they are a positive rattlesnake Mm -hmm. or they are not. Your hands stay on your knees. And you immediately spin back around and then the people are ushered out. Like There's no like, yes. it's they're just taken out immediately, no matter yes. what happens. Yeah, that's,
1: a, that's exactly what happens. And when I spin around, I am wearing entirely ostrich, like leather snakeskin, snakeskin outfit, you know, right. like very Nicolas Cage. No, like a blazer, no shirt on under it. And I have mm-hmm. just giant cool Modi glasses on when it spins yes. around. And when I get, like, and, and, my, and my face remains completely emotionless, no matter what. Right. Except at one point, my ex-lover comes on. I did not know she was going to be there. That they were going to be there. And when it spins around, mm-hmm. I just sit there motionless. And then under those giant, giant glasses, you see one tear rolling down. <clears throat> and I, I put my hand up, and I slowly give the mm-hmm. positive rattlesnake.
0: I like that. There is a video feed that maybe it's it's not connected to the person until that happens like that's the only time the camera spins around and kevin there's they Mm -hmm. didn't have that that chair didn't exist when they made cloak and dagger so yes they did not
2: well cloak and dagger was after nine to five
0: e. T. yeah but i'm talking about cloak and dagger right you know filmed Jack in Flack. san antonio san antonio texas oh that's right mm, the Riverwalk. And it was a it's a sequel to the movie
1: et
2: that's not true
1: but ha- yep. it's it's what happens after et et mm. he leaves at the end of et right so what else is up with that kid right. this
0: is what's up with him well like people like they they messed up with the name of et because really like Cloak and Daggers, it's the board game, right? But that was the second board game. ET was supposed to be Mousetrap. Mm-hmm. What the way his head kind of goes up? Yeah, and there's like a there's a
1: little bicycle that rolls down a thing in Mousetrap. Yeah. Yep, yep. And well, that then there's that, cool. there's a, that scene where they mm-hmm. they look at the bike and they think back. he just he looks at his bike and he looks back at his house at where they were playing the game. He looks mm-hmm. back at his bike. He looks back at his, at the house. He looks. Back at his bike, and then he puts one finger up, shakes it, and he goes, "Hey guys, I got an idea."
0: Yeah, it's not it's not super subtle. I mean, because part of the the whole storyline with Elliot is that his dad died in a bathtub from mm-hmm. falling into a bathtub from a That's great height in that movie at all in a swimming. Yeah, well, his dad his dad, his
2: dad was
1: trying to his dad was in a rush to go to a bowling tournament, so he he put his bowling ball. On top <laughs> near the bathtub, and the bowling ball fell on him and right,
0: crushed his right. skull <laughs>
2: in the bathtub. Are you ready for uh, Get to Know Your Podcast?
0: Oh, man. Yes, yes.
2: Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, this segment is
1: called Get to Know Your Podcast. Sometimes during the course of the international news service, we will make a reference to a thing that we as Scholarly news journalists have spent a lot of time learning about. We had to go to journalism school for eight years each in order to be able to do this. And what classes do you take in journalism school? All of them. Quite literally, all of them. So a lot of times we'll make a mention not realizing that, hey, maybe everybody didn't go to Yale for journalism school. What this part is, we like to tell you those things, those, those brief references we've made, and break them down for you in case you don't know.
2: When are you gonna do the history of Yale University? Of Yale?
1: Yeah, I don't went do you, to Yale. Yeah, went what is to Yale?
2: I'm sorry, of Yale University.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it could it could come up if we're doing a <laughs> section on super colleges that are super hard to get into. Oh, okay, that take Just... that you have to get real. That you have to get a super high score on your ACT, and yet you also mm-hmm. have to have volunteered. What at about, a karate school for just to, to learn stuff to teach kids. Mm-hmm.
2: to. What about a super high score on Dig Dug?
1: That to get an Eagle Scout badge. That was one of the things <laughs> you had to do. That and that in sword play.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, I understand now.
1: But sometimes we say things people don't know on, and today we are continuing our walk down the seedy side of hollywood with a little show that might not seem that seedy i can't believe when we i can't remember when we mentioned it It was several episodes ago a show with two titles one our gang and then later the little rascal right the he-man woman haters club (laughs) the he-man woman haters club so uh, the our gang, It started off as Our Gang. It changed due to some legality reasons. It became The Little Rascals. But it was started by this guy, Hal Roach, right? Mm-hmm. And the big years, it debuted in 1922. started out as silent movies, or silent sh- shorts, I guess. You know, uh-huh. movies, but shorts. Um, and it ran for 26 years. Kind of an ongoing changing of characters uh, because you aged out of it. Like, you aged out mm-hmm. when you were, like, 11 or so.
2: So, like Menudo.
1: A lot like Menudo, a lot like Menudo, although they did not have any Hispanic children in our gang. However, they were actually quite... Well, it's, 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 it's it's, it's ambivalent. It's both. In some ways, they were very... Racially progressive, it was a huge deal, and these a lot of these shorts could not get played in the South because they were based on little uh, white kids and black kids playing together, going to school mm-hmm. together, hanging out together, you know, having fun together, sharing sharing things together. And this was like a huge no-no in the South, a big problem to so the point where the studios were were saying to director Hal Roach, "We need you to cut this out." But he's like, "No, I want to make these for everybody nice. now." The other side of that is they had episodes where uh, they would parody the KKK by the kids starting their own private KKK club where they all wear, oh suits, wear white suits. However, the black kids were allowed to join this version of the KKK. Okay. Well. And when asked about it later, uh, some of the some of the adults, uh, some of the few adults who made it to adulthood, which we'll get into. Oh, said, no. There's <laughs> a lot of curses. That it was a lot of fun. We it was all in the name of fun. But that being said, um, the kid that played Stymie, I believe Uh your favorite, right? Oh well, Stinky was my favorite, Mm -hmm. but he was he was like one of the first, like really considered, like he was the first child star, uh, black child star. He was, uh, you know, he really was. It was kind of a big deal that he was. You know, it really changed his life in that he was well known for that. And, you know, it was, it, it was a color barrier that was broken in Hollywood. So there, this whole thing of having these kids together that were playing as equals was a real color barrier, but color barrier breaker. Mm-hmm. But however, uh, it wasn't all while these kids were some of the most famous kids in the world in their time. Mm-hmm. They also never made any money. The contracts were just complete fucking dog shit. They never, they did not make money much at all of it. And it was really tough for them to, can, despite their huge success, they never really got too much work afterwards. There's a lot of copycats and some of those copycats got a lot of work. There was a, uh, our gang copycat group called, uh, the little gang or something like that. I'm trying to remember what it was that had uh Shirley temple, uh, oh, Whoa! in fact, Shirley Temple and Mickey Rooney both auditioned to be in Our Gang and didn't get in. Oh, wow. Maybe maybe we now know because Mickey Rooney was being a real dick at the time. <laughs> That's
0: right. Probably. I did no, Little Shirley Temple, huh?
2: Yeah, I,
1: Shirley Temple wasn't known as a dick. She was an ambassador. I know she was not known as a dick, but she just didn't get... She auditioned and she uh, didn't I, get in. She so. got turned and, down
0: for work. And she was... Mickey Rooney was a child actor, but he wasn't a child... Were there a lot of shows where Mickey Rooney played a eight or nine year old? I don't think so. I don't think think he started that young. I think he was doing maybe doing stage stuff. But yeah, he was uh, Shirley Temple started when she was the appropriate age. It's just how did they miss
2: the youngest, the talented
0: Shirley Temple?
2: The youngest thing I could think of with Mickey Rooney was uh, that I I ever saw was uh, a Midsummer Night's Dream, and he's a child in that. But he's I don't know how old he is. He's Mm. not you know.
1: He always looked like a child though. The, him and Shirley Temple, they they had auditions, but uh, Hal Roach says he remembered that Rooney's audition saying he didn't think the younger actor would fit in with the gang and that Temple just didn't make it past the audition. But like I said, Stymie was kind of, you know, a real, uh, real color barrier breaker. And mm-hmm. and Good for him. but it, unfortunately, it didn't. And they, they lasted over 15 years. A lot of people, they churned out these motherfuckers so many. They, I don't even know the full number of things that they did between um, our house, or our gang and little rascals. And uh, a lot of that, there was a, a guy who directed for about 10 years from 22 to 33. And he just was so completely burned out. He went to a mental institution for a while. Mm-hmm. And cause it, it was just the, the, the driving, the driving thing of having to churn this out constantly with like 15 loudmouth kids and their angry parents and just to have oh, to do all that. So like I said, uh, and this is, there's, there's probably a lot more details that I'm, that I'm leaving out in the road to this. But if, if you, I, I was going to say, like, what were you guys experiences watching the little rascals? It's a, bl- it's all black and white. And right. I remember the R gang and I remember little rascals and being kind of confused by that. I don't remember when it came on. Right,
2: I feel like it came on during the weekdays in the morning, just before cartoons, and then on the yeah. weekends, I feel like they played it after cartoons.
0: It was early, early warning for me. It was UHF. I never heard. It was never silent. I remember that, and yeah, I never saw a silent one. Right. Yeah, and and know, every it seems like every episode I saw, it was the era of Alfalfa Alpha pining over Darla, right? Yeah, and. Spanky kind of being the ringleader, yeah. Buckwheat was Buckwheat. on those episodes. Yeah. Froggy, Froggy, yeah. There was a kid who had always had piano lessons that they were always trying to get out of his piano lessons. I think,
2: but I remember, I remember something about uh, Alfalfa's hair wouldn't stand down. He always had one, right? Yeah, that standing. one. Like I, I must yeah. have seen that one twenty times.
1: I would say that the three ones that have carried their fame over to, I think, where we were, to me, that seemed like the famous are Alfalfa, who was a little white kid with uh, black hair, freckles, and just one giant cowlick this this right. a perfectly stick but sticking up cowlick and then you had darla which was his love interest the other thing alfalfa was a bit nerdy he would try and sing and, and his singing was always very like like he was the worst <laughs> singer of all time but he would try and sing her all these love songs uh, darla was basically the prototype for shirley temple she was just uh a precocious little girl who, you know, she was like one of the few girls that was hanging out with all the right. boys. And then probably the most famous, I think it probably be Buckwheat, who was a little African-American kid with big right. hair. He's, and he's probably the most famous. I feel like he didn't get that much screen time, but he's probably the most famous because Eddie Murphy right. did, a, yeah. did a version of him in Saturday Night Live years and years later. And there's actually kind of a funny thing that later on, there was two different guys who went around the country in their like sixties and seventies, claiming to be former Little Rascals and oh, <laughs> making wow. money off of it, and just claiming because a lot of these a lot of these actors kind of just disappeared. You don't know what happened. Right. The ones that you do know that happened, uh, it's it's always not always a good thing. I'm gonna hmm. read to you as as we've seen with the the lovely Miss Judy Garland and Mickey hmm. Rooney. A lot of bad things can happen when you're a child star. When you're pushed to that I can't limit, think
2: of one. But here's some ahead. of the things. Here's some of the ways
1: that uh, the little rascals ended up. Um, some of them made it to older ages, but not all of them. Norman Chubby Cheney, he's he's appeared in a whole bunch of them between 29 and 31. He had a, uh, he was a, he was a chubby kid. He was the, uh, the fat kid, they would say. Okay. And you know, he, he was doing the acting. He, he was doing pretty well in that, but his weight continued to be a serious health issue as a result of a glandular problem. His weight continued to increase before surgery. He weighed 300 pounds while standing only four foot seven. Holy oh, wow.
2: Shit.
1: So at 21, he's that big and he goes and he gets a, a surgery, an early form of like lap band surgery or a, a surgery to deal with his calendula problem, which oh, no. in good way caused him to lose 190 pounds.
2: He was 300 and now he's 110. Yeah. Oh, wow. So
1: he, he died from myocarditis, myocarditis shortly yeah. after he was only 21 years old. Oh, man. Oh, my God froggy froggy was given the name because he had a strange gravelly voice which meaning people said resembled a frog's croak it was just kind of like this the whole time i'm I, i'm assuming
0: I don't know, you know spanky
1: yeah you know, yeah and so. i think it was something that he did he actually had the long. he was the longest running character because even as he got older they still kind of let him, even as he started to mature, they still kind of kept him around because his voice was so funny sounding. Okay, But, uh, and, and by older, like he was 16. He had to leave when he was like 14 or something like that. But he, he stuck around later than the other guys. So, but, and he actually really enjoyed it. Had a great time with the whole process. He wasn't, didn't make, again, they didn't make a lot of money. So he went back to his home in California. And then uh, a couple years later was struck from behind while driving a motor scooter. In what was considered one of the most gruesome accidents that the city had ever seen killed by a speeding oh, wow. truck his parents had gifted him the scooter just 2 weeks before the accident he was starting even though he didn't need the money at this point starting a paper route with it man darla darla actually lived into her 50s oh, good yeah enough. she she lived quite a while she was 47 she needed for him she had emergency appendectomy and uh which was fine. They actually, it was fine. You okay. know, they, they they were able to deal with it just fine. Good. However, the blood she got transfused was full of hepatitis. Oh, no. <laughs> she died closely, quickly. <laughs> oh, in their blood. Yeah. Oh, no. Bobby Weezer Hutchins was a young tag-along. He appeared in 58 R-Gang shorts between 27 and 33. 58 shorts between... 27 and 33 the kids felt like his like nobody really knows a lot about this this one they felt his his parents were really overbearing and would pull him away whenever he'd start playing with the rest of the children in between takes (laughs) and um he decided to become a hero he's 20 years old he joins the army and then the first training practice he has the studio i think was going to do something with him like oh this is one of our kids that's joining the army but he immediately collided with another plane during aviation cadet program training. You know, they oh, were going to, they shit. were like setting him up to make him, you know, the Hollywood, like, oh, oh, ah, yeah. stars are going over there. And I think they were going to do something, but it didn't even get to get over there. Um, oh man. You know, it's talking about people with way too many freckles. There's a kid named uh, Mickey Daniels. He was a little kid who was super freckly, his crazy freckly faced kid. He had an acting career with there after our gang, he went into some vaudeville stuff and then he became disillusioned with the film industry Got a job as a taxi driver. And then uh, they found him later uh, on the streets in front of a rundown hotel in San Diego from cirrhosis of the liver at age
0: 50. Oh, shit. Drank himself to yeah. death by 50. Drank himself
1: to death. Spanky. We all remember Spanky. Yeah, Spanky. Right. Spanky was the ringleader. They were real cute. He actually, he's like maybe one of the, he died of a heart attack in, at 64. Was a businessman in Dallas. He actually was pretty... Pretty did pretty well. Buckwheat. Buckwheat died from a heart attack. Uh, he was forty-nine years old. Also, probably some alcoholism and drugs in there. So, Jay Pinky Smith was another real freckly-faced kid. He actually replaced the first the freckly-faced kid that died, and because it, it was kind of right. like an archetype to all these mm-hmm. characters that right. would kind of come and go. He replaced the first freckly-faced kid, and then in two thousand two, he went missing. His body was found after several days. A vagrant that Smith had supposedly befriended was convicted of the murder and sentenced to two consecutive life sentences in prison. Yeah, he made friends and tried to end the guy. The guy killed him. He was 87 years
0: old. All right. So that's pretty good. Yeah. The very um, end. Was like He made like a deal to make it that far. Like he saw the curse coming yeah. and said, you know, I can be violently murdered if I can live to be. I guess. Raided. The oldest of the kids to appear
1: in Our Gang, McThomas, was short enough to appear as a convincing grade schooler, even into his teens. He worked only as, as part of the series for one full year, though he appeared in eight of the short films. When uh, Breezy left the show, he also left show business. Shortly after, he started working at the Naval Weapons Center as an electrical engineer. He would eventually become an industrial mortgage bond bankman, taking on the moniker John Mandy. Facing mandatory retirement at 65, Macoma suffered a fit of depression and took his own life oh no. with a gun. God Damn, Porky, Porky made it to 71, died of brain cancer. Uh, Waldo uh, who was kind of the alfalfa? After alfalfa, he mm-hmm. was uh, he. He became a Christian Seventh Day Adventist church. Went to go to missionary work and was hit and killed by a hit and run driver in 2002. I, um, I bet it was the same truck that killed
0: Froggy. It may have been. It may have been. Yeah. What if there's just this cult that just that only exists to eliminate anyone who's ever been in the little rascals or our gang. It might, you know,
1: they call, they do say that the little rascals had a curse, like, especially with cliff bone Dust bone dust young. Bone dust. Mm-hmm. I guess they called him bone dust. He appeared in uh, 19 shorts between 25 and 31 uh, to avoid confusion with the actor, Robert young. He'd been going, he started going by his mother's maiden name. Clifton young started out his career appearing in vaudeville from age five, he did, some, he did some some. of those years there, and uh, and then a few years later, he had a couple more roles, stopped going out, then he was at a, a rundown hotel on the seedy side of town, and he died, bone dust died, after falling asleep, smoking a cigarette, when a fire started in his bed.
0: He Yo, was wow. 33 years old. There's a real good Three Stooges where that happens to ship.
1: And now, uh, so I think we've covered most of the people, but I wanted to end, well, uh, the the person who who replaced Spanky was a a kid uh, that they called Porky. Mm. Oh, no, no. The person who replaced Porky was a kid named Mickey Gubitowski, but his stage name was Robert Blake. What? Uh, Robert (laughs) Blake was in the R gang and uh, quickly through him, his second wife uh was said to have scammed many multiple rich celebrities through various schemes. She was killed in Blake's car outside a restaurant. Robert Blake was charged with the murder. He beat the rap, but his reputation never recovered. Plagued by financial hardships, he plagued for or he filed for bankruptcy in two thousand and six. So uh but I wanted to kind of finish up with uh there's a few more here. What Robert happened with Robert Spain? Blake
0: was a rascal? Robert Blake I, was a rascal.
1: I
2: think I knew that, but I always forget it because, you know, the big story about Robert Blake He's, is that he killed his wife.
0: I thought it's that he starred in Electroglide in blue. I've never seen that. Is that good? It's all right. It's got a real shocker of an ending. So Alfalfa, his
1: real name was Carl Switzer... And, you know, he had a lot of trouble finding work afterwards. He did get a couple. Th- he's actually in the Ten Commandments uh, briefly, kind of more of like an extra. He's in a couple other movies, but never as anything more than kind of like a, a one line extra. And uh, But he gets really into training dogs. He's really into <laughs> dog training. He's really good at that. This so will, This will end well. He offers to train someone's hunting dog. Uh, A treeing walker coonhound, a friend Mm -hmm. of his who he was a partner with and worked on some various stuff in the the movie business. Uh, So at some point the dog runs off to chase after a bear and Slitz was unsympathetic towards Switzer, the guy that he was training the dog for. Mm -hmm. So they got into a big skirmish over it. Eventually they found the dog. And it was located and brought to the bar where Switzer was working at the time. Switzer, uh, Alfalfa is also working at a bar at the time. Time, times is tough. The guy who rescued the dog was rewarded with 35 bucks in cash and 15 dollars in alcoholic beverages, about the equivalent of $450 in oh, 2020. Wow. Good deal. The loss of the $50 did not sit well with Switzer though. Uh, Alfalfa was bummed. He had to pay out that $50. During an emotional conversation with this friend, 37-year-old unit still photographer Jack Piot, that took place a few days later, the two decided that the owner of the dog mm-hmm. should reimburse alfalfa with the finder's fee. Their argument was that the dog was stilts, not alfalfas. So the two of them go together. They arrive to the, to the dog owner's house in Mission Hills, and uh, the guy was married, had some stepchildren... So they went up to go demand the money. Oh, no. There's some different counts of what <laughs> oh, happened. Oh, no. They all agree that the owner of the dog gets struck in the head over the left side of the head with a glass clock. Mm. Alfalfa freaks out, hits Stilts over the head with the glass uh. glass clock. Then Stilts runs back to his room to go get his 38 caliber, his, his revolver. Mm-hmm. Then they go into a struggle and almost shoot Tom Corrigan, the, the, the 14-year-old stepson, still says that the account was one of self-defense, testifying that Alfalfa banged on the door yelling, let me in or I'll kick in the door. There was a threat and there was a struggle, and then uh, and then Alfalfa hit him with the clock. And okay. This prompted, obviously, in self-defense went to go grab his firearm, and then Alfalfa grabbed the gun. The gun discharged accidentally, almost shooting Corrigan, almost shooting the stepson, and then the dog owner, Uh, Oh, no. And then Alfalfa, according to Stilts, threatened him with a knife, pulls out a knife. Alfalfa pulls out a knife and yells, I'm going to kill you. And then the dog owner shoots Alfalfa, and it caused a massive internal bleeding. And Alfalfa was dead by the time he got to the hospital. And I should mention, he shot Alfalfa in the dick. (laughs) That's where the massive internal bleeding came from. Oh, man. Oh, no he was shot in the dick uh there was a huge controversy a lot of back and forth in the trial it was revealed later that the hunting knife was in fact a pen knife um so uh-huh. yeah what but still he did pull a knife on the dude in his home
0: right
1: over 42 years later a witness came forward it was another stepson and he said it was more like a murder uh he heard the knock on the door and and Alfalfa said, Western Union for Bud Stilts and then they open the door and they find a drunk Alfalfa complaining about a month old debt and how he needs to get paid. And uh Alfalfa's gonna beat the shit out of stilts. Stilts you know, confronted him with the gun, and uh, and Alfalfa grabbed the revolver. They struggled over it. He said that uh, they it's somewhere in that fight is when they broke the glass dome clock over over the dog owner's head, causing the eye to swell. During the struggle, shot was found. Shot was shot, hit the ceiling, it was struck in the leg by a fragment, and then so on and so forth, and then mm-hmm. it
0: ends with someone getting shot in the dick.
2: Damn,
0: you know that will just. Dis- Disqualify you from any and all porn games moving forward. Like they're not going to let you compete.
1: And unfortunately, uh, Alfalfa had a brother. <laughs> I no! <know>. Um, who <laughs> he also, was a little
2: rascal? Or was just tangential? he, to he, a no, he was a little rascal too. He okay. wasn't. He
1: was never like really a lead. He did star in some stuff, and I guess it was fairly close with his brother. And he his fate was also not as not a great one um harold switzer was his name
0: harold's now was harold switzer a was he ever in one of the shorts or is this just like the curse has blown on over onto he was okay
1: he was in
0: he was in the shorts um okay so the whole switzer he, uh, family the the alfalfa was just the ended up being kind of the star of the family but they all were yeah they were both hired games. at the same time they were
1: both hired in 35 by hal roach okay. in the original okay. our
0: gang game days Alpha, oh, but that's Alpha towards the, the big... end of that's towards the end of
1: our game correct yes correct okay correct okay. that was before they became little rascals um okay. he had small roles in some of the stuff um mm-hmm. 27 years later from when he first got in there. He uh, met a sudden violent finish when he was working as a washer-dryer salesman and killed a customer in the course of a dispute. Oh, wow. You know how you get uh, it when you're trying to sell a washer-dryer? <laughs> you know how fucking mad you get? Oh, yeah.
2: I mean, I'd, I'd be mad all the time.
1: You want, you, right. you, want, you want gas, not electric? What the fuck is wrong with you? You dipshit. Well, they call it an agitator. And then he went home and immediately killed himself. With a revolver, oh. so, and he actually he lived longer. Carl, again, you know, it, it is funny that Carl was killed by Alfalfa was killed by his dog walking customer, mm-hmm. and uh, and and Harold was killed by a potential washing machine customer. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. bad bad True. time to be in the service industry. Well, you know that that it would be about about it. There is mm-hmm. one uh, story left. Um, Petey, the pup, Uh the pup. Oh, with the ringer, the ring around his, yeah, yeah. Yeah. he, he appeared in a whole bunch of those, but he's a dog, you know, dogs live, Mm -hmm. uh, and they die this and it's sad. You know, sometimes they get hit by a, a car and stuff. Um, PD was poisoned. What? PD was poisoned by an angry by what they consider was probably an angry uh, a angry person who worked on the R Gang set.
0: Oh wow! Um, what? Yeah, shit.
1: PD oh, oh, pulled in one hundred twenty five bucks a week too. So nobody knows it, but it's it was a sudden poisoning, and they they think they know who did it, but it's kind of like a weird loss to
0: history. So what the deal was?
2: If it's still unsolved, we could, we could be the ones to solve it.
0: We could, we could. That might be the linchpin to the entire curse. That might be the one oh, thread. Wow. If we were to start pulling, we start to understand why the Switzer brothers were killed in such strange ways. We start to understand mm-hmm. Darla's demise. We understand mm-hmm. Froggy getting hit by the truck and the later truck murder down the road. We start to understand these things just by figuring out who killed Petey the pup. So probably rat poison, right? Whenever I hear sudden, like something like sudden poisoning, yeah. I assume yeah. it's rat poison. And it's one of those things like, you know, dogs sometimes sneak into places and get
1: antifreeze. This was a dog that was earning $125 an episode, which back then was probably what, like thirty thousand dollars an episode, if not that, if not more. So it was very well, you know, this this was the most important thing in their lives. I'm sure it was babied in the in the way that that I baby my dog now. Right. How much do you pay your dog a week? I don't pay my dog anything, but it gets treated like it is
0: getting paid thirty thousand dollars a week. Do you think the last thing Petey the pup heard was, "Oh, you think you're so great"? <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably. probably. Um, you're so great. I feel bad for Petey. It's it's it is. That was a real Spuds McKenzie type dog too, right? It was yeah, very terrier, much. a very yeah.
1: super famous,
0: very yeah. super famous dog. Probably didn't party as much, but.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, who, who did, right. um, Oh, that, that, there, I'm trying to think if there's anybody, there was Scotty, Scotty, Scotty Beckett, who had something of a career, but, uh, he started just kind of fell down a bad road. He was fired from his co-starring role on Rocky Jones, space Ranger. And he was arrested for carrying a concealed weapon, Writing a bad check, his, his downward spiral continued, and he eventually checked in to a Los Angeles nursing home to seek treatment from a vicious beating he suffered in 1968. Oh, wow. He was found dead in his room two days later. Oh shit! Though he had written a suicide note, it was never clear whether he had died from his own hand or from injuries sustained during the
0: beating. I feel like there is there is some sort of like in the year 2060, some time traveler figures out that that the world is going to be destroyed by someone. Who starred in the little <laughs> rascals or our gang? Yeah. But they didn't know who. We don't know who it is. And they just had to go back and eliminate yeah. all of them. Is it was wow. real... And like somebody's like, even the dog, even the dog. Even a dog. Even PD the pup's got a dog. Yeah, even a dog. Right. But it can't look they can't look connected.
2: So well, this one guy's an old man. He's like, he's 87. No. You disguise right. yourself as a drifter and you take him out.
0: Right. We can't eliminate him as a possibility. This is for the greater good. The entire Little Rascals cast has to be eliminated. They cannot live to a natural age.
2: Well, I mean, eighty-seven That's, is kind of a natural age.
0: Well, he had to be. He had to be at least. He had to be beaten to death. That's the.
2: He still
1: got beaten to death. He still got beaten to death <laughs> by a person he was trying to help.
2: <laughs> right.
1: That is crazy. I have breaking news. Um, at ninety-seven years old, the last remaining Little Rascal, Stenchy, just died.
2: I don't think that's right. I don't think that was a little rascal.
1: He, you know those, you know those three wheeled uh, trike cars. Not the, not the ones they have in Japan. Not the Harley's, but oh, the ones that okay. three, two up front, okay. one okay. wheel in the back. Right, right. What, the, what you would expect, yes. yeah, yeah. Boomerang. He, yeah, he flipped that, flipped that in traffic, and they found massive amounts of cocaine in his
2: ninety-seven <laughs> year old blood. Ninety-seven, 97- good for him.
1: Yep. So they found the body, cocaine in the system, the trikes upside down. Uh-huh. They go to check his phone. To check the records. And apparently he died playing one of those phone games. That See if you can come. And he died. Apparently there's semen found all over the car. All over the trike. (laughs) And it was at. He only made it. He made it 48 seconds. So. Edging up on a minute. But couldn't quite do it.
0: Damn. Flew too
1: close to the sun. R.I.P. Stenchy. I'm out on the scene right now. This place is covered with shitty, shitty plastic trike parts
0: and semen. Mm-hmm. It's the 97 year old with extremely well functioning gonads.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a group of there's a group of mourners here that are all dressed like their favorite Our gang characters. Some of them are dressed like the Argan characters as they appear in the movie. Some of them are dressed like the characters characters at the point of their demise uh there's some very offensive suicide outfits and mm-hmm. murder murder victim makeup paying tribute to the last remaining r.i.p stenchie back to you kevin
2: so that wraps up another week at the international news service find us across social media at international news pod Email us at at internationalnewspod at gmail.com. For just $10,000, we will provide you with instructions for how to flick our podcast onto the ceiling of your house. Check out the INS merch store at Redbubble and our Patreon. We'll see you next week.
1: Thank you for listening to the
0: International News Service. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. INS, the news you
2: need.